Don't look so smug. I know what you're thinking. But Tempest Keep was merely a setback. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 328. I am Michael Gaines. And I am Renata, and I survived the <laughs> vacation. Hmm, where did you go? I went to Maine, mm-hmm. and we were going to go to Quebec, but we, then we just decided to stay in Maine because we were having fun and eating a lot of lobster and generally having a good time. We were we were mostly up in the area of Acadia National Park mm-hmm. and doing a lot of hiking and bird watching and all sorts of cool stuff. So, But I should go on vacation more often because... <laughs> I got literally got four jobs while I was up there. Well, I got sp- three genealogy jobs mm-hmm. and a writing gig. Wait, okay. Oh, wait, a writing gig. Oh, my yes. God, like, I wonder, I wonder what the writing gig could be. Yeah. Well, we've talked about this, and I've talked about it a little bit on Discord. But I have recently been onboarded as a freelance guide writer for Wowhead what? for the classic side. Yes. I, knew I am going to be bringing my off-the-wall, weird play style to uh, Wowhead guides. Mm-hmm. So very nice. Uh, how it works is you aren't necessarily assigned uh, a guide specifically. You are assigned to an area, mm-hmm. and I'm loosely assigned to the areas of professions and quests. So I'm going to have fun bringing some of my some of my old weirdness from <laughs> vanilla to. Uh, so I'm working on one now. I'm finishing it up. I I'm not going to announce it until it's all been accepted and posted. But I'll mm-hmm. let people know when it's up there. And so that's that's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, really, for me, the big learning curve is just learning how to format the darn things because yeah. yeah, they use BB code. And um, whereas I'm very familiar with HTML, it's actually it's, – it's a good thing and a bad thing because they're close, but they're not exact. Yeah. So, you know, I, I have to be careful not to get my, my streams crossed in that regard. When I wrote for CNET a billion years ago, they had their own formatting system also. So mm-hmm. I get it. It wasn't BB code or HTML. They had their own system, but yeah. Oh, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. but, but so far, everyone there has been really nice, uh, very good to work with. And so I will certainly let people know when my guides go up. Awesome. All right. Uh, before we move on, I just want to thank Allie for filling in. Yes. Two weeks thank ago. you very yes. much, Allie. And you couldn't do it last week because you got uh, you got <laughs> had to deal with the epic work monster. The, uh, yeah. The epic work monster, which I, I think we're going to be putting down the epic work monster in two weeks. So that's that's how it is. Right. We shall see. Well, and I did do a guest spot on another podcast. What? Totally totally unrelated to WoW, mm-hmm. actually. Um I recorded this actually a week ago, but they went on vacation, so it hasn't been posted yet. It's it's genealogy related. Mm-hmm. So if anyone's interested, I will post a link to it when it comes out. It's I it's with a it's with a very liberal political podcast called I Doubt It with Dollamore. <laughs> okay. And they had about a year ago they had both done twenty three and me profiles, mm-hmm. both the hosts, and had some questions about it. So 
I offered to do their family trees. So basically what this episode, it's like, you know, who do you think you are or finding your roots, genealogy presentation kind of thing to yeah. these two hosts of the show. So we had a lot of fun doing it. Good. But that's that's my one of my other nerdly pursuits. So if you're and I have to thank Zignea and her wonderful husband who tutored me in the pronunciation of of French, specifically Quebecois French. Okay. Because one of them had a lot of French Canadian background and they had to teach me how to pronounce things without butchering it too badly. So I used wow resources to help me with my genealogy there you go <laughs> but so far what i've been doing is really really waiting for 8.2 mm-hmm. we're all waiting for 8.2 by playing a lot of diablo <laughs> that's the right way to do it yeah i'm, I'm playing season 17 i'm up to paragon level 203 i think mm-hmm. um but i i've just been kind of feeling like i've been this holding pattern and wow waiting for 8.2 yeah. I, Which, it, it happens all the time. I know. Which is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And I'm happy. I'm happy. We'll talk. We'll be talking a lot about this in the news section. So. That reminds me. I probably have to finish up some stuff on Monday, or I could do it later. But yeah, I have to finish up some stuff on Monday. I think there's some war campaign stuff. I, I think there's one last thing I have to do, mm. which I haven't done yet. So I got to take care of that. Anyway, um, so my week uh, this past Friday. Uh, wait, I didn't talk about the week before. Oh, Allie and I did. Um, we tried to do. <laughs> tried. We tried to do some achievements in Throne of Thunder. The the funny thing is that to make a very long story short, we tried to do the egg. We've been having so much trouble with this stupid egg, and it's the one where the egg drops off the nest, and you have to catch it, and then you have to kill the boss just as you catch. It's a pain in the neck. Oh, yeah. I haven't even tried that one. It's, it's the one. It's got a football icon. I don't remember the name of it. But anyway, <laughs> we're having trouble dying in there because when you fall off the platform, the breeze brings you back up. So in order to die, you have to get the wings, go to the top, drop several times, and it's just a pain in the neck. So she says, oh, I'll take my rogue. So she brings a rogue in who's one... 100 or 110 i don't remember and so i'm a foot away from getting the egg and her dots killed the boss like oh Aww. oh that was fun no it was hilarious we we, we laugh about it well what's, uh, so, what's really interesting about that is there are lots of places in the throne of thunder where you can die yes oh like yeah definitely damn gastropods I hate those. <laughs> we did wind up getting the ones where uh you had to slam the balls together Mm-hmm. <laughs> which incurred a lot of jokes. Um, I was going to say, cue the jokes here. The, uh, the key to that one, it turns out that when the boss fight starts, if you're mounted, you can stay mounted. Like If the other person is mounted, you can stay mounted. And so one of, I think it was me, I think I started the fight, and then Allie was on her mount. And so what she would do is kite the ball, and then it would be like eight or nine seconds or something until the next one, and then she would just bring it to me. So like we tried without the mount over and over again. It wasn't working because the timing was off by like a half a second or something like that. And then we tried with the mount, and then we got on the first shot, or maybe the second shot. I think something went wrong the first time. But, But that was that. And then we did time walking. I got my BC mount. and Which one? Um, oh, the BC, the BC time walking. Yeah, mount. the BC time walking mount. So I got that, 
And, and which one is it? What is it? I, I, it's I don't know the name of it. It's like at this <laughs> point they're all just like blending together. It's just a tick on the on the number chart. It right? is at this point. It's a oh, pock or something. But so I got that, and I have like fourteen hundred or so uh, left over. So I have to figure out before time walking ends. I want to get something else. Like there are some toys and such. Mm-hmm. And then, um, oh, uh, midsummer started, and my goal for midsummer this year was to get the Hearthstone, mm-hmm. and I love it. Yeah, I've seen the animation for it. Mm-hmm. I, I haven't, obviously, since I've been playing Diablo, I haven't been doing the Midsummer stuff. But, um, I, yeah, the animation for that's nice. I still don't like it as well as I like the uh, the one that they did for New Year's mm-hmm. with the fireworks. That's still my favorite. But uh, Yeah, so here's the thing. So I, I'm, I'm running around, and I'm, I'm peeing on the Horde flames, and I'm... <laughs> <laughs> right, and I'm getting the ones for the Alliance. So, and then I, I vaguely remember that was there was a quest in order to get all four from the opposing uh, factions' major cities, but I couldn't figure out where to start it. I don't, I couldn't remember. I thought that it was a quest or something, but then I, I read somewhere that you have to go and get like one, and then you get the quest to get the other ones. But that's not how it worked either. I went to um, went to Lordaeron Undercity, mm-hmm. and. I, I got the one. There was nobody there, nobody to oppose me or anything. And then I got the quest to just bring that one back. It used to be that it was a quest to get all four. Yeah, I see. I I do recall that. Yeah, and so I don't know what changed, but I got the one from Undercity. I brought it back, and they're like, "Thanks. Here's twenty five burning blossoms." I'm like, well, where's the quest to get the other three? So, I, they must have changed something. Well, they may have changed that because, of course, they added fires this year. Yeah, they added fires in the in uh, Colteris, mm-hmm. in the uh, in Dezeralor, and in Boralus. Right. So it may be that now, because there are more fires, they just do it that way. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, there's yeah, there's an achievement to do that. Also, um, I have not. I have not tried to uh, to get the ones in Boralus or anything like that. I, I'll, I'll probably get to it eventually. Um, so let's see. Oh, another thing uh, we did time walking. Um, I wind up getting a tailoring recipe from BC, which I never had. Oh, cool. Al- along with like one or two other things. I don't know how that happened, considering the fact how I played the crap out of BC. Well, it was probably it only dropped off some, you know, some one yeah. mini boss somewhere that didn't always pop or something like that. You know, something. BC was famous for that. Mm-hmm. And then classic. So I get home, and the funny thing is that they bring the the uh, classic beta back so that people can uninstall it if they want to. And so I I come home and I'm thinking, oh, there there's I haven't been checking Twitter lately because work has been so busy. So I, I come home and I see in my feed on TweetDeck, it's like a lot of people are talking about classics. So I fire up the game, and sure enough, I have a, a drop-down menu for for classic itself, and then I have one for beta. So I have both. I'm like, this is confusing, considering the fact that classic itself is not supposed to be out until the end of August. Like, what is right. that? And then I have that and beta. So there was a um, there was a stress test mm-hmm. on 
Thursday, I believe. Yeah, I think it was on was it Thursday or is it Wednesday? Yeah, it was the 18th and the 19th. Oh, Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. It was Tuesday and Wednesday. The two days I was out of town on, yeah. on advanced adulting. Okay. So it was Tuesday, issues. Wednesday, not Thursday. And I played as much as I could. I had a blast. Uh, I wound up getting to level eight, did the same thing as I did before, which was um, alchemy and herbalism. Mm -hmm. But this time around, like the last time that I played on the stress test, I was able to get a couple of bags that dropped off of mobs randomly. Mm -hmm. And I wound up getting a lot of money. I don't know if they messed with some stuff, but this time around, I wound up getting like nothing. And I'm struggling with bag space just like I did years ago. Uh, which which I'm laughing at. I'm not saying that it's a problem. That that's just the way things work. But it was just funny to to deal with that. It's like, oh, your inventory is full. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, a lot of people were complaining about that. Yeah. There were no bags that were dropping. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? That's how it was. Mm -hmm. um, bags sell for five silver in Dalinar if you're playing uh, a night elf, and then they go up from there. Um, I think it's five silver for a four slot. I think that's how it works. In any case, um, so it was it was a lot of fun. I couldn't play any more than than I did because you know, I was working late. So um, yeah, I just did herbalism and alchemy like I did before. The difference this time around is that when we did the stress test the last time, like when that first opened the last time, there were so many people. And this time, I think they had the layering turned on because there was one time I was running back from the spider cave, mm -hmm. and I saw a mob fade out and that sort of signifies that you're going from one layer to another right so they must have done that this time around um i'm not really complaining about it because in, in fact it was actually pretty good because there were just enough people where it wasn't too busy and i, I didn't feel like i had to fight people right. for mobs so I, again, I, I've said this on the uh, on the show before. I'm I'm very on the fence. I'm like fifty fifty about this whole layering thing because if the game was like it was the day they turned the stress test on the first time, it would be pandemonium. Oh yeah, it was crazy. It yeah. was absolutely crazy. I mean, people. There were people. It reminded me of old EverQuest. You had yeah. people camping spawn spots. Yep. And getting upset when other people got too close to them. Yep. This is my camp. Mm -hmm. So and, yeah, it's uh, it's that, and that's no fun because if you're not a character like a rogue or a hunter who can has a pretty much instant cast. Well, mm -hmm. cast I use in quotations because it's it's a throw or um, or an arrow or a gun. Unless you got that, you you, it's crazy. It's pandemonium. Mm, yeah. And forget playing a melee character like a hunter, or not a hunter, like a like a like a fight like a warrior. I must say fighter. Oh my god, I'm thinking D and D. Yeah. Um, like a warrior. I mean, where you've got to run up to them and actually physically hit them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then <laughs> there are conversations in trade chat about like which class is the best for tagging mobs. Oh, hunters. The hunters, no but yeah, there is absolutely no question to be hunters. But the thing is that people seem to think that druids are because you can have the instant, um, the instant cast for moonfire. But the problem is that I don't think it hit. I don't think you're tagged for it until it ticks once. Yeah, it, that that was always a problem playing warlocks. Yeah, is that 
you think you've got a mob tagged because you've cast corruption mm-hmm. on it, Mm-mm. but it doesn't actually tag until it does damage. Right. So you're at just as much disadvantage as everybody else. You just lulled into this false sense of security because you got the <laughs> got it on them. And now it's ticking down helping somebody else. Yes. So I mean we're talking about classic here. I mean it would be kind of cool to let people know what we're going to be doing about classic. Well, let's but let's we'll, wait on that. We're going to be yes. talking about that in the news. I know. I'm just teasing. Yep. <laughs> All right. So what's going on this week in WoW? Well, this week, of course, we have the Midsummer Festival going on. It was it's started last Friday, and it will run till Friday, uh, July fifth. So mm-hmm. there's plenty of time to get that done. I seem to recall it's actually a pretty good experience for for lower level characters. Yeah, but it really helps to be able to fly. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about this a little bit. Um, I am getting like twenty three gold per thing that I pee on or whatever. <laughs> I love using that. I, I know, I can tell. I know, it's funny. Um, no, but seriously, I'm, I'm running around doing this thinking to myself, crap, I should have been doing this on my other tunes because the Hearthstone is, uh, is across your account. Right. So I thought of that late, like mm-hmm. when I was already at, because the, the Hearthstone uh, is like 300 Burning Blossoms. I thought of this when I was at like 230 or something like that. So I'm like, nah, I might as well just finish it up. Because I have a boatload of like 110 characters yeah, me too. That have I've, flying. Uh, I don't have a boatload, but I've got I've got several. Right. So my point is that I think what I'm going to do, if I have time, is I'm just going to run through and do the same thing, and then get them up to 120 or something that way. Maybe I don't know. I'll well, see. I, I don't know if they'll go to 120 that way, but don't forget those of you who are still working on the naked and afraid challenges at the ribbon poles. Yes. That you dance around. That's just like using the the carousel at the Dark Moon Fair. Mm-hmm. So. And um, I'm thinking about, no, we will not have an overlap of the two. I'm looking at my calendar. We mm-hmm. won't have Dark Moon Fair and, um, and the, the Fire Festival going on at the same time. So yeah. no double dipping on that. But, um, yeah, the, the Hearthstone is new this year. So for those who are collecting toys, it's actually pretty easy to get. The one thing that I realized when I was looking at what's new, oh, by the way, there's a new pet or something i don't know i think there's a new pet there's a pet that was from two years ago yeah but there's remember the the setting yourself on fire with the matches yeah i completely forgot that that existed and and my point is is that i spend all this time getting toys and then i forget about them yeah so do i and i have to go through them every once in a while although there's one toy that i've had it was actually one of the first toys that I, I had kept and converted because a lot of toys that I got before they became toys that didn't mm-hmm. take up space. Yeah. One of the few that I kept is the um, oh I'm blanking on the name the um, the orb the one that turns yeah, you into an uh, opposite uh, faction. Yeah, uh, uh, not, the orb of deception. Orb of deception, but there's another one. Yeah, there's well, a, I have, um, I have the orb of deception. I yeah. got it. In mol- I got it as a drop in molten core. I have it too. I wound up getting the other one this week, and I can't remember the name of it. It's not Orb of Deception. It's it's a different one. Right, um, but that's that's one that I have hotkeyed on mm-hmm. pretty much all of my characters. I, but here's the thing. I have it hotkeyed also. You know how many times I use it? Never. And oh, I, I use it sometimes. I just it, All right, so I'm thinking if there's got to be like 
the, the, pro- the reason why I guess that I never use it as much is because it's not front and center. So I'm wondering if there's like maybe some sort of add-on or something that will allow you to select like favorite because I'm running out of space on on my um, bars. So just like 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 the add-on that I wrote for your mounts. I'm wondering if there's one that exists for like you can have like your favorite toys or something like that. Well, maybe you should write one maybe if I there should. is one. I I definitely use that one yeah. because I have certain toys like that I always want to have available. I want to have my Orb of Deception, the Katie Stamp Whistle, mm-hmm. um, the Chef's Hat, the Angler's Raft. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, actually there is there's a real use for the um, for the Orb of Deception. And that's if you have a short character that turns into a tall character, mm-hmm. like my. Uh, my dark iron dwarf um, turns into, I think it's a maghar orc. Mm-hmm. So she goes from being short to being tall, and in certain yeah. circumstances, it's very handy. Yeah, I've also have some that go from tall to short, yeah. and like from my my um, my worgen turns into a goblin, and sometimes that comes in handy. Yeah. So there is there's actually some some utility to it oh also i like to have my my cute bobbers like mm-hmm. my ducky bobbers and my uh peppy's whistle yes so but i'd like to have like you know like 10 slots of, of just these are all the the toys that i want all of my characters to have act have quick access to and i know you can favorite in uh in your collections tab but i just like to have it out front and center yeah so I have yeah. to do that. I, I really do. I have to do something about that. I'll I'll look into it when I if, when if I they breathe. don't have it, you're going to have to write it. I mean, after this, after yeah, the after because yeah, after the after the work world boss goes down, mm-hmm. think about it. I will. Okay. What else do we have? Well, um, it's battlefield bonus week because they're not going to do anything huge this week because there's something else happening on Tuesday. What? What could it be? I don't know. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. We know what it is. So in news, uh, we still have people who are finishing Naked and Afraid 3. Nice. We have two fin- new finishers for Fully Strapped. Mm-hmm. Zeril, a quilter and balance druid, in two days, 22 hours, and 12 minutes. Wow. Which is joining Kara's two druids in the two-day, 22 hours club. We have three characters now that have finished in Two days and 22 hours huh. in assorted numbers of minutes. We have one that has four minutes, one at 12 minutes, one at 16 minutes. All right. You know what to do, everybody. Two hours, two days and 21 hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, there's people who've done it faster. Oh, uh, oh, I see I, what you're saying. Oh, okay. But the fact there's three of them mm-hmm. that are within, what, 12 minutes of one another. Yeah, that's four, interesting. 12 and yeah. 16. It's all within 12 minutes. Mm-hmm. Is, is wild. Also, um, Alberth, who is a culture and guardian druid, three days, six hours, and 34 minutes. And Alberth mentioned that this was the first. She's she's done all the Naked and Afraid challenges, and this is the first one she's finished. Nice. So, gold star. Awesome. And we have a new finisher in the Truly Naked division. Uh, Gorham, culture and guardian druid, finished in four days, one hour, and 21 minutes. Okay. So. That's great because that's the hard one. Okay, classic server. Classic server. All right. Um, uh, this uh, logging in this week was very smooth, zero problems except there was well for logging in. 
there was one time when they actually said we gotta rest we gotta kill the connections on everybody, but you can log right back in. So that happened. Um, as of right now, we're recording on Sunday. Uh, I checked earlier, and th- there's no there are no servers up for beta, and obviously no servers up for regular. So I don't know when that's happening again. Mm. So I don't know. I could check again, but. Um, all right, so what are we going to do about Classic? Well, we've been discussing several options about what we are going to do for Classic, and we came to this conclusion. Okay, what is the conclusion? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's not true. We we came up with some stuff. We came up with some ideas, but we rejected most of them. Um, I think what we really came to the conclusion was we do want to cover both mm-hmm. classic and regular, but you know, we discussed like, you know, doing it every other week where we would cover regular one week and classic the next week and yeah. such. Um, and then we decided that was too rigid. You know, what if the good news for, you know, there's a lot of news for classic on a week we were set to do regular, etc. Mm-hmm. So it just, it, it forces us into a pattern that we may not want to follow. Right. We don't have the time to do two podcasts a week. Mm-hmm. Um, neither of us do. And so I think probably what we'll end up doing is something where we have like one news section that's de- devoted to retail and one news section that's devoted to classic. Yeah. I think it, I've, it seems to me like what we're going to do is just play it by ear. We're not going to have, um, like, like Ren said, we're not going to have a rigid schedule. Because and and we talked about this earlier. It's like, what if there's some massive wow news and no classic news, but it's it's the week we're supposed to do classic. Yeah. No. So nah. so we have that issue. Um, so if we just interweave both into a show, I I I just wonder whether or not people would want a a, a classic specific episode, considering the fact that we have already years of vanilla episodes that are out there so i I, I, how do i put this i'm stuttering my point is is that we have a different point of view on the game now and there may be things that we missed and there may be things that we look at from like a different perspective and maybe some new stuff like there have been rumors for years and years and years about how there are quests that nobody stumbled upon right so who knows I, I, I mean, I know that there were hidden quests. Mm-hmm. I actually did a part of an episode about quests that were hidden. Yep. There was, you know, there was a whole line in, in Dust Wallow Marsh that was a hidden quest mm-hmm. that you had no exclamation point. You had to know what to, how to, how to start it. You didn't get any clues. No. But the hard part of that is we didn't do show notes <laughs> in. The way that we do now. Yeah. I mean, we had show notes. I mean, I, you know, I, I never, I didn't save them stupidly, but I always had, you know, I've always been very organized and I always wanted to have the written show notes out. So, you know, everything was laid out and organized, but we did not transfer those onto the show notes of the existing episodes. Yeah. So we've talked about it. And one of the things that we're going to try to do over the next little while is go back, listen to those old episodes, and do an, some sort of indexing. Here's what might work. 
is that if if we go back and write proper notes down and then I go into the RSS feed and plop the proper notes into the episodes that should work. Right. So now they'll be indexed on the podcast, uh, whatever podcast app people are using, and then they'll be indexable on the website because the website will be updated. That should work. Right. Here we may we may be able to do something like you know like a Google a Google Sheet spreadsheet. Oh, maybe yeah. Where people can sort and mm-hmm. say you know are they looking at what was in each what was in a particular episode or are they looking for a particular topic yeah. like agro or mods yeah. or things like that. Um, but we we realize you know a lot of people. I know a lot of people have been asking and asked in game. I've, I've been asked this in game a few times, not me, but the, what were some podcasts that were going on at that time yeah. that I can go listen to those? And I've said, well, there's this, this one called World of Warcast. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, not mentioning that, you know, I'm co-host, That was you. <laughs> that was me. Um, but, you know, I mean, you had 11 episodes before I joined. Mm-hmm. And but I mean we went all through vanilla yeah. together, pretty much. Yep. Um. So you know, and we would, um, we would probably we'd only have to go up through the episodes until Burning Crusade yeah. came out, and then we were all just talking about Burning Crusade. Yeah. So that's January two thousand six. As a matter of fact, I can just look that up right now. Yeah. How many episodes did we? I'll tell you in a second because I have my feed up right now. So if we go to June two thousand, uh, January two thousand six, January. Let me see. Wait, what? <laughs> Apparently, we did them so infrequently that January thirty first two thousand six <laughs> was episode thirteen. <laughs> wow, maybe we did less episodes than we thought. Um, Burning Crusade was released in January of 2007. Right. Why am I thinking 2006? Okay, hold on, hold on. Scroll, scroll, scroll. I was going to say, it wasn't, no, 13 episodes. I'm dumb. All right, let me see. January 18th, 2007 was episode 32. Oh, wait, here. You want to know what our show notes was for that episode? Intro, new intro. News is Burning Crusade the Great Equalizer. That was our show notes. <laughs> so, I mean, we've only got 31 episodes to, yeah. to to do, but some of those episodes are pretty long. Uh, Yeah, some of them are. I'm looking through the show notes now, and there's, like, practically nothing. Um yeah, we we got we got to we got to do something to make that a little bit more accessible. Yeah. But I mean, we had guests come on talking about their classes and yep. so it's there's a lot of there's a there's, there's a lot of information there. We just have to find a way to make it more accessible. Mm-hmm. I ding six apparently I ding 60 um during episode 8. Uh Taverncast was on episode 6. Uh the Uncrushed War Effort was episode 12. Wow. Yes. So I mean we had a had quite a lot of information, but we're gonna we're gonna uh go back and provide somewhat better show notes so that people can access the yeah. information. Yeah. So we'll do that. And we'll we'll if there's anybody else that wants to help out, that'd be great. But I think what yes. we're gonna do is because it's only thirty some episodes, so maybe what we'll do is like I'll take the first sixteen and you take the next sixteen and Sounds like a plan. We'll just do that. Yep. Um, so just a couple quick other notes about classic. 
they've announced that the European realm structure is not going to be split by language. Mm -hmm. The only language-specific server they're going to be doing is Russian, and that has to do with the differences with the Cyrillic alphabet. Yeah. This has not really been met with universal approval, let's just say. Yeah, I can see why that would be an issue. Here's the thing. I don't know how people learn other languages in Europe. I really don't. So I don't have any kind of knowledge about that. Um, But I can see why people might not like that. Well, there's a lot of people seem to think that, you know, if they do that, then English will just become the dominant language on every server or Mm -hmm. what's going to happen is people are going to get together and say okay you know cadgar server eu or whatever they call it i don't know i have no idea what they're going to call their server names is going to be the german server yeah so that's what happened in everquest too Um, my server was the spanish server (laughs) right i think mine was mine was uh it was it was like south american we had Mm -hmm. a lot of uh, you know brazil and uh and such but um. Yeah, there there will be default languages, whether or Blizzard decides to institute them or not. Yeah. So, and the other thing is the next stress test is going to be July 18th and 19th, mm-hmm. and they are going to fold in the EU realms with it. Okay. So, because they want to lump more people into the test servers. I forgot to mention, in this beta that they had this week, they turned on the collector's edition pets and i didn't know they were going to do that and so i'm looking at my bags and there's a present in there like oh did they do it and sure enough there's the quest to pick your uh, your one because at the time you're only allowed to pick one per character you couldn't have all three like you do now you had to mm-hmm. pick one so my priest was running around with my mini diablo and i loved it oh that's fun yeah so what is happening on tuesday uh, what is happening on Tuesday? I think I think there's a patch. Yes, <laughs> eight point two is landing on Tuesday, and I couldn't be more excited about. I am really excited about this. Mm-hmm. I am so looking forward to Mechagon. Have you have you seen? Have you read the Mechagon comic? I didn't know there was one, so I will go check. But no, yeah. I all I saw was the intro video, and Mechagon looks great. Mechagon comic is a the adventures of the gnome that first found found uh, Mechagon. It uh, I, I spoiler alert it doesn't end well. Mm-hmm. And once again, I really think that that Blizzard has a lot of Star Trek fans mm-hmm. because you know first it was the Ferengi slash goblins. Yes. And now it's the Borg gnomes. Oh, the Borg Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, there's there's a lot of there's there's a lot of borrowing that's going on there. Mm-hmm. But so anyway, um, I realized as I was writing patch, I was writing notes that I was just copying patch notes. So I just linked the patch notes um, <laughs> from Wowhead. Okay. Yeah, we're not gonna. Well, it's it's the Blizzard official um, official one, but I thought you know I'm you know. Wowhead is is oh, yeah. now partially, you know, not really my employer, but I'm a contractor for them, <laughs> so I'm going to be plugging Wowhead. All right, um, it's fine. So anyway, um, the it explains how you get started, and it's adventures who are level 120 of an unlocked battle for Azeroth world quests, 
That's all you have to have done. We'll mm-hmm. receive a summons from Gen Graymane or Nathan Blight Caller, kicking off the events to bring them to Najdatar. Nice. So not very much to do. Increase your power with benthic gear. So this is what we're talking about a few episodes back. So now it's going to be right. benthic gear. Um, armor that can now be collected in Najdatar. Na- I'm going to have so much trouble pronouncing this. Naj. Naj. That, okay, yeah. there you go, Naj. Naj. As you explore Najdatar, you'll collect <laughs> prismatic monopearls, a soulbound currency that can be spent on bithing tokens and upgrades. So so this is essentially the, the new currency that they're going to have for upgrades, which is fine. You know. Right. It's like it's like buying the armor pieces that back in Argus. Mm-hmm. Except one of the things that I really like about this is the buy is the tokens to buy them are bind on account. Mm-hmm. Which is wonderful. It is, but I guess that's good for people that have a lot of alts. I, I mean, I do, Yay. but they're all one ten, <laughs> except for the one that's one twenty. I think my demon hunter is one twenty, but that's I've got it. Nine one twenties, seven seven horde and two alliance and i've got three more that are up and coming so yeah so i'm very excited about that because it's really good for um for us as as the altaholics and using the mana pearls and such you'll be able to upgrade these pieces to eye level 425 nice yeah okay um yeah oh it's just shy of heroic level raid gear which is 430 Right. Um, and prismatic monopearls, how do you get them? You get them by defeating powerful enemies, <laughs> completing quests, and plundering treasures of Ashara's minions. In other words, all the ways you yeah, used it's to All the ways you used to they make it sound so dramatic, but it's like the, everything you used to do. Yeah, well, world quests. Yeah. Treasure chests. Well, here's the thing. Is this going to things. be what, what they do from now on with their expansions? It's like they have the expansion. They have your base story, right? Just like they did in Legion. You had your base story. And then, by the way, we're going to Argus. And it's sort of like what they're doing now. It's, and I'm not complaining. I'm just stating a fact. So like in, in this expansion, like, oh, we're going to be hanging out here. By the way, we're going to have two new zones. Well, they got to do something. I mean, I, I admit that the reason I've been playing Diablo is I've kind of gotten not really bored because mm-hmm. I it's it's hard for me to get bored. I can always find something to do. But you, you know, have nine one twenties. I don't want to hear the word bored. <laughs> I know, I know. Nine one twenties and three more. In the I know, one, in the, three in, more up in, and coming. Yeah, yeah. When the one like the one fifteen range. But um, and I can always find something to do or invent something to do. Yeah. But um. I, you know, it just was getting a little repetitive, and I was just like, well, I'm just going to spin my wheels. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. Until 4.2, because we're getting the new zone, Mechagon Island. Mm-hmm. Um, this is where you're going to um, encounter the uh, Rust Bolt Resistance, mm-hmm. and where you're going to is it, rise in power and earn the trust of their new allies by participating in new daily quests. And I'm like, yeah, that's no different. And they said, and then other activities <laughs> unique to Mechagon. I'm a little bit more intrigued by this, especially the collaborative construction projects that allow players to contribute resources to create a po- variety of powerful constructs, including experimental weapons, mm-hmm. experimental and gnomes. That should be a that's a bad combo. Yeah. Uh, flame drills, flame tr- turrets, a drill rig that can uncover a cave full of treasures and more. Nice. A cave full of treasures. Again, they make it sound really dramatic, but at the same time, you're like, oh, look, it's 30 gold. Like, what could be in there? I don't know. We'll find out. Um, 
So there's going to be junkyard tinkering. Um, players will have access to a Pascal K1N6. We talked about this on the show before. A giant iron robot who will help players craft equipment, mount toys, consumables, and more in exchange for spare parts and energy cells. So it, it looks like there's a lot of junk around this zone. And your job is going to have to be to just like pick it up and hand it in. Yeah, but that's I am so excited about this. Yeah, I I'm just in I'm like my even though this isn't engineering, my engineering mage is going to be the first one to go through this because she is just so excited about new things to play with. Yeah, and yeah. Put together and you have to find the recipes and you got to find the parts and there's different ways to find the parts and you got to fish and you got to pick things up and probably got to kill stuff. Sounds like it's a mess over there. I know it sounds like a horrid <laughs> mess, but you know it's right up. That is right up my alley. Yeah. You know. Uh, so, pocket-sized computational device. Mm-hmm. I, th- this is a trinket that players can customize via three punch card slots. Does this sound familiar to you? A bit. Punch cards. Where, yes. Where did where did we go? see punch cards? Oh, right, Nomragon. Original Nomragon. They took Original them out. Original Nomragon. In- yes. They took them out after Cataclysm. Yeah. Uh, punch cards can be collected by questing, exploring the Mechagon zone, and advancing through the new mythic-only dungeon, Operation Mechagon. Mm. And I wonder if the punch cards this time were going to have a secret message again. Maybe. Yep. Because, of course, the old ones, it was in binary. Yes. And they had messages written in binary. Mm-hmm. So uh, Players will receive their pocket-sized computational device after completing the upgraded quests available shortly after landing in Mechagon. Here's the question, though. Does mm-hmm. it come with a pocket protector? Oh, <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I don't know. So there'll be a new raid, which we've heard yeah. about. The, um, the eternal, uh, the eternal Palace. And this new dungeon, mm-hmm. um, the Operation Mechagon. Which is a new eight boss mega dungeon. It it kind of sounds like Karazhan. Yeah, it does. Um, and mythic only instance will be open to players after they complete new faction based quests for Rust Bolt Resistance. Mm-hmm. So Heart of Azeroth system update mm-hmm. essences. Okay, so what are they saying about this? It says infuse the might of the. T- oh my god, they're so dramatic. Use the bite of the titans. You feel like you got to say it in that sort of. Can you say it in one of those movies? You know, in a world. In a world. <laughs> in a world. Where, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I can't get it through without laughing. In, so. in, yeah. Um, infuse the might of the titans into your heart of Azeroth with essences. I should do this in any of us. These powerful, active, and passive abilities allow you to customize your. Really. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, what they're saying is that you can upgrade your Heart of Azeroth. Yeah, they'll have a major power, which is a new active ability, mm-hmm. and a minor power, which is always passive. Yes. You've got one slot for major, two slots for, for minor, um, and you basically mix and match and put things in different slots depending on what mm-hmm. ability you want. So um, you'll need to complete a quest line to unlock the Heart Forge. Mm-hmm. No surprises to anybody. You have to do a quest line right. um, to be able to put your essences in. And um, that um, they unlock more as your Heart of Azeroth increases in level. Hold on. I got to do this one in movie voice. Okay. Right? Grow in power each time you unlock one of four ranks for your essence there. How's that? That was pretty good, actually. 
Christ. I just I feel so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> okay, mount equipment. Oh yes. Okay, so let's let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Give you... most of your mounts more speed, days protect. I can't do it. I I can't do it. Uh, Have you ever wished that your favorite mount could carry you across the water without sinking? No. I have one of those, or I had one. <laughs> yeah, I have one. It's called a Strider. <laughs> Thank you very much. Have the right. veal. Tip your waitresses. Um, oh, but this this is it. But it is actually there is something cool that comes with this. Yes. Um, so upon reaching level one hundred, um, you get a mount equipment slot that you can is available in the mount interface for all of your characters. Mm-hmm. Mount equipment can be crafted by enchanters, tailors, and leather workers. You can put their their not bind on pickups so yep. they can be sold in the auction house. Players that already have the water strider mount should check their mailbox for one free piece of water walking mount equipment. I don't like this. So, so the problem, so when we first talked about this, because we had an errata the following uh, episode, is that we thought that it was one slot per mount. It's not. It's one slot for all your mounts. So that right. means that your water strider is no longer able to walk on water. Your water strider would have to be told, along with all your other mounts, that you have to use this one equipment slot to walk on water. And then all your mounts could walk on water. I think that's a terrible idea. And then if you wanted to switch to day's protection, right. you have to – what you put in there replaces – you know, erases what you've mm-hmm. got. You can't, remove, you can't remove the old item and keep it. You've got to buy a new one yeah. to replace it. Yep. So I'm not a fan of this. Yeah. I'm really not a fan. Um, note that mounts do not benefit from mount equipment in battlegrounds or arenas. Yes. And that some do not benefit from mount equipment at all, such as the Sky Golem. Okay. <laughs> so, Great. the Sky Golem. Mm-hmm. Um, so, there's a whole bunch of new quests that are coming out. Um, war Campaign uh, is going... They're putting on new chapters of the War Campaign. And there's going to be new Heritage Armor for Gnomes and Tauren. Okay. Um... And a new epic battleground of Ashran, and new island expeditions. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the Crestfall Snow Blossom Village sounds like it's pretty, but I am so sick of of. It didn't take me very long to get sick of island expeditions. Yeah, I, that seems to be the consensus about island expeditions. Right. Um, new missions and mechanics. Some of this is interesting. Mm-hmm. As you take flight to the take the flight to fight to the seas, the flight. you're your loyal followers will be with you every step of the way. You can now list boat captains and other skilled seafarers to fight your battles. Okay. So I'm, I'm not sure how that'll work. Have you used the table at all? Some. I have not. I use it a little. Okay. Actually, the the little the the one of the things that I always look for is pet charms, oh, and I look mm. for the there there is a red um buff item, and I don't remember the name of it offhand. But it sells for really good money on the auction house. Oh, okay. So I just sell them. Um, event and holiday missions. So there will be special currencies to spend during the holidays, including brew fest and time walking, along with rewards that are only available during that period. That's okay. fun. That's oh. fun. Here's what everybody's been waiting for. Flying. Flying. Yes. <laughs> Finally. Fly- okay. I got to say, it's not bad. So we've had less no, than a year. Not. And now we're going to be doing Flying Kul'Tiris and Zandalar. I think this is a great idea. 
I think like one year, one year or so, and then you get your flying. I think that's fine. And I am psyched because I kept expecting them to throw in the curveball that has makes everyone go through some raid or something. Mm-hmm. No, it's not there. <laughs> I am really excited. So to get flying, you need to have finished Pathfinder One. Mm-hmm. You need to have. Um, you need to explore Mechagon and Nazchatar. Right. You have to earn Revered with Rust Bowl Resistance and with whatever the new Nazchatar ally is, either the Waveblade uh, Anquan for the uh, Alliance or the Unshackled for the Horde. Right. And um, that's it. Okay. I think I, that's great. I think it's great too. So no, no having to grind through that whole good Suramaritan type line yeah. for that. So I am, I'm very happy about that. And adventures to complete these requirements and unlock flying will also be rewarded with the mechanical parrot mount Wonderwing 2.0. Nice. I'm looking I like forward bird to mounts. That. Yes, I, I, I've said on this show before that I'm getting real tired of the dinosaur mounts. So yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um. So it says here, right? Ride through Najjatar. <laughs> ride through Najjatar. I, I can't do it. I, Najjatar. We're gonna have to have like lessons for people on how to pronounce that Najjatar. How about ride through the new zones? Ride through the new zones in style as you collect several. I feel so dumb doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. New aquatic, a new aquatic, aquatic, <laughs> aquatic. You can tell we've been doing this for a while. I know, really. Uh, new, new aquatic and mechanical inspired mounts. Um, six of them are listed below, but there are even more waiting to be discovered. Mm, Ajari bloat ray. Oh, that sounds interesting. It does. The crimson tide stallion. Okay. Another horse. And th- that's fine. We're, have have the number of mounts gotten just ridiculous? How many yes, are there now? Yes, they have. Is I, it like four hundred or something? Well, let's find out how. How many mounts are there? Uh, Royal Snapdragon, um, the X nine four hundred twenty five. Wow, currently, okay, that's before this. Yeah, X nine ninety five Mechano Cat. Yeah, okay. that's the one where you can um, get blueprints to paint them different colors do you remember when everybody got the fox in legion and now i don't see anybody with a fox anymore i do i i use it all the time do you really okay i do i do uh scrap forge mecha spider (laughs) doesn't cost two million gold right um mecha cycle model w there's got to be a reason for the w i don't know so that those are the the new mounts you're going to be able to get Right. Uh, pet battles. There's going to be new pet battle dungeons in mm-hmm. Stratholm. Okay. Looking uh, transmogrific- transmogrification upgrade updates. And there's going to be an update to Brewfest. Wait, did you, did you read their, their note for transmog updates? It says, players can now make all armor slots hidden except legs. Let's keep it classy. But the thing is, it's irrelevant think, considering the fact that you can. All you have to do is just get like the what are those? Those woolies or whatever they're called, and you just mog that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Basically, they're they're furry fruit fruit of the loom. Yeah. So it's yeah. Uh, it's uh, yeah. So um, 
Additionally, several items are now eligible for transmogrification, including Cookie's Tenderizer, Dire Bruce Shanker, and Nat's Hat. Nice. Okay. Um, I like the Let's Keep It Classy. I'm like, have you been to Moonguard? <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. Anyway, so yeah, they're they're upgrading Brewfest. Um, they're going to have some um, some new uh, quests and some new items, including a Brewfest Brewfest Revelers Hearthstone. Mm-hmm. Do you suppose that will involve like beer and bubbles? Anyway, there's a whole bunch of, of changes to um, to classes. We're not, you know, go to the the, uh, the the patch notes to read for your own own class. A lot of changes to dungeons yeah. and items and rewards. Now, one of the interesting things about dungeons mm-hmm. is a change that they made to they're making to Hellfire Citadel. What could it be? I know what it is. Well, you can finally solo the first freaking boss in Mythic. <laughs> in Mythic, so what? Well, it was it was almost impossible to do it because you kept having to run from one end to the other, and oh my god, I could never solo it. Nobody could, and then finally they they're nerfing it. Right. Um, so they are they're going to change that so that that is soloable. This isn't the first time they've done that. They mm-hmm. they made that that one change. The um the that first boss in Blackwing Lair used to be non non soloable. Um, it it was, but it wasn't easy. Right, uh, you had to be very precise about how you did it. But yeah, right. it, 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 they fixed that too. Right. Um. So they are, as I said, they made a lot of changes to to some uh, some items. They're mm-hmm. going. To, I'm very excited about this. Uh, a tiny clockwork key. Mm-hmm. A new Pepe costume. Nice. I still yeah, have to get my things. permanent Pepe. It's actually pretty easy. Yeah. Um, I ran through it very, very quickly. And it's because it used to be a lot more difficult because there are some of the raid mechanics in some of those old uh, Draenor dungeons that Draenor raids that were very difficult. But on 120, it's it's cheap. It's easy yeah. peasy. So it's. Uh, uh, leveling. This was kind of interesting. Players who manually group with a player who's turned off experience will now receive ninety-five percent less experience. Yeah. So uh, there was a bit of an exploit with that, I believe, right? Yeah, there was. I, I don't remember exactly what it was offhand. Uh, lots of PvP changes. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff with new professions, new recipes. We 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 talked about this in a previous. Yeah, we're not going to go through all of these. All these. Um, They've added a bunch of things to the user interface, uh, mm-hmm. some voice, particularly in the areas of voice commands and communities. Um, some of the interesting things with this are the, the pet journal will now indicate if you're unable to summon a pet. Mm-hmm. Um, a new option, lower game sound or voice chat is detected, can be found under system voice chat. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the map now indicates where players need to go to travel for transcontinental quests. Okay. Um, the friends list will now sort favorited real ID and battle tag friends to the top. Roll count for damage dealers, tanks, and healers will now display in raid frames. Dungeon entrance indicators on the map can now be toggled on and off. Thank you. I don't pay, I don't pay any attention to them, and my map is horribly cluttered. Mm-hmm. Um Guild messages will now state the difficulty of the boss defeated. 
I don't know why that one was there. Um, passive talents will now appear in the spellbook and added dynamic scaling support for loaded screens and ultra wide resolutions. Oh, interesting. Because I know there are some people that have ultra wide monitors. I don't. Mine is a 4K Samsung. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know there are some people that have like that uber wide and they were complaining about that. So good. Okay. Right. Um, they have made a bunch of changes and updates to the companion app and a whole lot of bug fixes. Mm-hmm. So it's a big patch. It's almost like an expansion in, in a way. It's like, it is, yeah. it, it really is. It's, it's bigger than just DLC. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not like oh, here's a new zone with a couple of changes and that's it. I mean, this is huge. So, it'll keep everybody busy for a long time, I think. And so now with the with the way that the story is going, I don't know if there's anything that's going to happen with Sylvanas in in this and Thrall, considering the fact that we just had that. Uh, well, that they short... they did they did say that there's going to be some. I'm I'm scrolling back up to it. There is going to be a continued chapter in the whole. Um, War campaign mm-hmm. thing. Uh, this is war campaign stay of execution. Upon learning Sylvanas's plan to execute Bane Bloodhoof for treason, sorry if that was a spoiler for anyone, the Alliance and the Horde send strike teams to infiltrate Korkron barracks and rescue the noble Torin chieftain, meeting up with an old orcish ally along the way. Uh, okay. All right. Uh, latest episode of the war campaign is available to 120 players who have completed previous chapters and have finished the quest clearing out the cache. It's funny how they have to keep saying that you're level 120. Like you have to be level 120. Like, like do they expect level 10s to really do this? Um, they have to be I don't explicit know. Explicit about it. I they think they feel like yeah. they need to be explicit. So this is going to be going on, but it's really for something I mean, you bring up a good point that, you know, now we're, we're taking this whole thing over to the Naga and there's going to be this whole Naga storyline mm-hmm. and the war campaign is really going deep into the background. What's the battle for Azeroth here? That's interesting. It's a good question. It's almost as if, well, I said this a while back. It's like they started off with the battle for Azeroth and now it's like, uh, well, I don't know. Nashitar. Yeah, it's, yeah. I'm hoping that they will they will, you know, give us something in the storyline for Mechagon and Nashatar where they, um, where they kind of bring it all into the war just to just for some cohesiveness. But That's, you're yeah. right. This this feels like kind of just a you know a turn to the left, and we're just going in this direction. Yeah, <laughs> and then well, probably in eight point three or maybe eight point four or something, they'll bring it back on on track. So there well, must I, be. I, so. Go ahead. I was just say I'm just hopes. I, all I said was I. I just hope so. Yeah, I think that what this is is sort of like the the next chapter. We we gather up towards the end of the uh, of the patch. I'm saying it's like maybe there'll be something that'll tie it into the the following patch, and then I'll bring it back on track, and then every, and we'll remember why we did this in the first place. Oh, that's right, right. Teldrassil. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, that didn't they burn a tree over there? Hey. <laughs> Well, I think that's it. I think that is it. That's a, that's a lot of it. But so, what's today's date? Today is twenty third. So, sometime after next week is our fourteenth anniversary. Oh 
my god! This is a long time for a freaking podcast, don't you think? I mean, there was about a year and a half where it was offline. Yeah, it was, but still. But still, even so, it's it's an it's an incredible accomplishment. Yeah, uh, it is. It was. So we'll 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 work something on that. Yep. Yes, we will. All right, Ryan. How does everybody get hold of you? I am on Twitter at Warcast underscore Renata, and I hang out at our Discord at discord.worldofwarcast.com. Starmic on Twitter, World of Warcast on Twitter, worldofwarcast.gmail.com is our email address. I want to thank everybody for listening. We'll talk to you later. I'm so excited about the mechanomes and the tinkering and the junk. It's going to be a lot of fun. It will. Okay. 